Good evening and welcome to episode 8 of Neon Hotline Brisbane. What's happening, Jamil? Dang, that was so full. Good evening. Do you have a bow tie on? Oh, no. I don't, but I can organise for the next episode. <laughs> All right. Bow ties and Birkenstocks. Ooh, you know, that's a classic vibe. We like the classic vibes. I feel like I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching here. But anyway, let's start the show off how we usually do. Acknowledgement, because, you know, we are who we are. So we recognise this country as being the lands taken care of by the traditional owners and acknowledge the Yagara Turbo people on whose lands we are recording on. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders as First Nation peoples of Australia. So let's get into it, Jared. What has been on the schedule for your life at the moment? Well, I'm uh, coming out of the uh, COVID hole. It feels like it's taking a bit longer than... Whose hole? No, I'm kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> sheesh. Rough right out the gate. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, no, just... Uh, Getting back to some form of normality, getting back out there. So, yeah, did the bike license. So now Ooh. I'm a, a road hog. Get Ooh, out of beep get beep. Out. Yeah, my little. So we're we gonna see like the leather vest with the big warthog mm. and. Oh uh, yeah, I, all I need to do now is I got the bike, I got the license. I just need to go get the full length <gasps> tattoo. If you get the full sleeve, <laughs> yes, get some like little dice on there, like snake eyes. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Sorry, let's get into F5 that playlist. Yeah, sweet. So. Mm-hmm. I'll kick it off there. So it's just things starting back up again that I think we should highlight. And um, so first up is City Sounds. Jump onto Google, City Sounds. There's really cool artists, free to watch all around the city, random times. Just get onto the website, check it out and go support. Even if it's just sharing the content or, you know, showing some support financially, if you can, just go and see what's happening. Another thing is Brisbane Street Art Festival's just happened. So get out and go take photos, look at the street art. Everyone's put a lot of time and effort into into painting and making the city beautiful. So go get out there, go find it. If you want to know where all the locations are, just get onto the Brisbane Street Art Festival website mm. and they've got locations and where you can find the this year's art that was put up. Um, then, sorry if I pronounced this name wrong, Baringa Gallery and Dining in Brisbane City. Mm, where's that? It's... In the city, I oh, don't have the address with me at the moment, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Awkward, just call me straight out. Well, how um, do you spell it? Okay, B-R-R-R-U-N-G-A. Oh, okay. And uh, it's, uh, it, it said it's the first or the only traditional owned gallery. Nice. And, um, yeah, ethically sourced art mm, and mm-hmm. products and stuff. So get out and support them. Um, you can just Google them. They've got the websites very super professional. You can shop online. So if you don't want to go into the city, jump online, get some some content and make your house beautiful. You know what Ooh, I mean? Oh, home decor. Yeah, get, get out, out of town. town. There you go. <laughs> um, then two more things. One of the little shop that I go for brekkie on mm. the weekends called Morning After on Vulture Street. What a name. Yeah, it's really good. Is it good for hangovers? Oh, Get it. Oh, okay. The, they've got a little like fritter with like, oh man. Oh, it's look good. at this oh. guy. He's like chef kisses over here. <laughs> Y'all need to see this. And so, yeah, support them. And last person I want to shout out was Seichem from the last episode. Mm, mm-hmm. He dropped a new track between then and now on his um, Spotify. Go check it out. It's called Motherland. There's a really cool music video that goes with it. So hit YouTube if you want to see the video. Epic new tune, and if you don't follow him, follow him on Instagram. Mm. Uh, like his stuff, share it, 
you know, get involved. Shout out to Sachem and his mm. partner Aurora Christie with the vocals on that mm. song. How good is her vocals? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can also check her out for other poetry readings and spoken word as well. Sweet. So what what you what little sneaky treat? You said you're doing something a bit different. So. No, 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 no. I'm going to keep it simple. Oh, um, okay. So for new album song release, I want to shout it out to the 43004 Swish. <laughs> I'm kidding. They just got 150,000 views on their new song, Blow, within a week. Whoa. I mean, that's phenomenal. So blow it up, blow it up, blow it up. Secondly, businesses, I want to shout out Murray Menu. For anybody that wants to live that vegan lifestyle and wants to eat some really cool treats and snacks, I would hit up Murray Menu. Go check them out on their egg at M-U-R-R-I-M-E-N-U. Wait, and hang, on, hang on, before you go, is egg the new Instagram? Is that the shorthand for Instagram? Egg. egg. Okay, cool, just to clear that up. <laughs> wow, stop judging me. Anyway, for that little mm, nastiness, we'll move on. Um, also, I wanted to shout out Chevio Projects, who have partnered with a venue called Born Creative Studio, which is a barber. Uh, a barbershop based in the valley. And every Friday night, they showcase local up-and-coming talent. Um, they're looking at videographers. They're looking at musicians. They're looking at every type of creative. So I would go and check them out. That is C-H-E-V-E-Y-O Projects. And for my artists and digital uh, people that I want to shout out, I want to shout out digital content creator Lawson Cross. He does a lot of um, cinematic kind of shots around Brisbane City. So go check him out if you want some press shots that's for me oh sweet so if you just hold on tight next up we've got actually hold up we will be putting out an f5 that playlist music playlist as well so don't worry we're bringing on it the, back on the egg <laughs> actually jared yes talk to me do you want a word of the day it's been a while since we've done a word <laughs> of the day or do you want a fun fact word of the day okay <clears throat> and then fun fact oh both double whammy all right halation it's a noun. It's the spreading of light beyond its proper boundaries to form a fog around the edges of a bright image in a photograph or on a television screen. Halation. Halation. Like yeah. a halo. Mm-hmm. Halotion. Ooh. <laughs> That's something different. <laughs> All right, you want this fun fact? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, semantic satiation. I don't even know if I said Jeez, that right. Jeez, is this a... It's a fun fact. Okay, ready? It occurs when a word loses its meaning and looks or sounds like gibberish after you've repeated it oh, constantly. Get out of town. So I used to do that a- when I was a kid. And you're like, is that even a word anymore? What's it called? Say it again. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, it's called semantic sati- satiation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. So there's a term for it. I thought it was just me being mental. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on. So, yeah, up next we have Alex from Backdock Arts going to be joining us and uh, hope you enjoy. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, and also we have a guest performance by Victor Bravo Band. So, as we discussed earlier, we are blessed to have Alex with us tonight. Uh, Alex is the owner and curator at Backdock Arts, um, but let me not talk nonsense. Why don't you introduce yourself and, hey. and, and have a little chat? Tell us what you're all about. Yeah, thanks, man. That's super nice. Um, yeah, so I run a venue called Backdock Arts in Fortitude Valley. Um, so pretty much it's just an art space for all facets of art. So uh, I, I come from a theatre background. So initially we stripped a bus and built this like bus seat uh, seating bank and then had the middle space for like uh, 
shows, but then there was just so many different art forms coming in that we opened up to all types of art forms. Yeah, that's really exciting. Um, so I see that you you run, as you said, a whole variety of, of, of different shows, but one thing that's caught my attention is the drag racing yeah, events. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really interested in that. Yeah, can the you, ooey gooey you, game show. Yeah, can you can you chat about that? Because I know I've been stuck on the RuPaul drag racing <laughs> yeah, on TV. Yeah, when you and came uh, up with the drag racing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, it just, that's what it, it no, like, links to me. No, so. it's super fun. <laughs> yeah, like, so once a month, um, the drag performer's name is Keish Lorraine. Uh, and once a month, uh, she does a game show that's just like, uh, quizzes. And then it's like quick, who can eat the apple the fastest? Like it's all these different rounds. Um, yeah, it's just super fun. Once a month that Keish Lorraine comes and, in. Before. And how's, uh, Brisbane reacted to that? What's the, what's the patronage like? How many people show up? Like, I know it's sometimes it's a bit scary or whatever, you know, bringing something new that I, yeah, you yeah. Know, I've never seen that in Brisbane before. Have, have there, has it been a good response to it? Yeah, yeah, like pretty much straight from the get-go. So we got a, like a tight, intimate space. It's 60 seats. Um, and so you're pretty much like you, you, you kind of predict that it's going to sell out every single month that it, that it does happen. So I think Brisbane's definitely got that scene for it. Like it's very, like it's, it flourishes in Brisbane, the drag scene. Yeah. That's really nice to hear. I think in your beginnings of Backdock Arts, what did you envision as to where you would see yourself in five years with Backdock Arts? Yeah, that, yeah. I don't know. Like it was, it was, it's just a shell. So I, I, I saw, because I used to run a, a company that used to hire a lot of venues going through the last five, six years, and I saw the need for very... Uh, uh, like what's a, what's a nicer word for cheap, like financially uh, achievable venue hire kind of places for emerging artists to have their first shot whilst being able to make money from that first shot and not losing a whole bunch of going, Oh, I'm going to have to drop this amount to, to, to give me my shot. Um, so, so what I envisioned was like having having a space that you you work with with the artist because I, 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 I that was my game and it still is my game, and finding out what works for both parties to make an, a successful night slash event. So that to keep doing that, I guess, yeah. I think it's it's definitely well needed, and um, I think the people that we've had on this show have also said that it's. Brisbane is a burgeoning scene of creative artists and there's a lot of upcoming artists as well, creatives, yeah. I say, um, that are looking for those spaces that they can kind of just... Dabble. Yeah, yeah dabble it, but not with that big high financial burden. Yeah, Brisbane's you know I mean? bubbling. Like it it's, is it's, bubbling. It's, it's about to explode, um, which it has been for the last 20 years. Like I think, I think we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago that a lot of the artists are now working outwards and reaching with each other, like stuff like this going on rather than trying to climb that ladder and all these cool things are popping up. Like there's stuff like this all over the place at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the, I mean, the support for smaller, smaller events, smaller bands, the, there, there is that support and it's, and with venues like yours that don't have that financial burden on artists, people are willing to say, hey, I feel like I'm creative. Let me give it a shot. And I think 
without spaces like yours, maybe we wouldn't see as many people, you know, taking that chance where they can yeah. become creative and they can show what they're about where, yeah. you know, they might be too nervous about it if it, if it means a huge financial yeah, for sure. Outlet, yeah. And, and 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 I think this has just gone kind of like gangbusters. It's worked. And in five years' time, you're going to see 10, 15 other places just like this. And then that's when Brisbane starts popping up even more, which is exciting. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, we've spoken to quite a few people who've just been like, they couldn't find what they wanted, so they just did it themselves. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's really inspiring to see that, like, like yourselves. Um, and hopefully there's more and more people that realize, hey, this is something we can do and that Brisbane does support, so. Yeah, yeah. and even like uh, mixing mixing the genres of art oh, as well, yeah. like seeing that happen is really cool, like dancers rocking up, finding a band and then that that becomes a thing and like, or graffiti artists finding, I don't know, uh, performers or something yeah. and then making some kind of performance art out of that, like there's cool mixing as well. Have, which, have you enjoyed that aspect of because yeah, yeah. that's obviously you know when we've chatted that was quite a big thing of having all these different genres together have have you enjoyed it and how have you learned from that experience yeah for sure um yeah super enjoyed it like i love seeing it because i think the arts community is already super supportive of each other so when someone sees an event on you've got this like different side comes and supports that then like oh that was super cool let's put them onto our project and watching that happen is super cool yeah mm-hmm You've got a wide variety of different events happening at Backdock Arts. How did you, what was your first, actually, let's take it back. Who did you think you wanted to bring in for your first event? Like what facet of creative art did you want to bring in? Yeah, I don't know. I think when we did the launch party, I think it was just going to go super hard, super quick and be super loud. Like that, that's, I just wanted to go boof that, that, that this is happening. Um, I don't think there's any particular thing that I wanted in there. I just wanted Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday art. You, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's the main goal and we're super close for that to, to be happening right now. Absolutely. I think, yeah, like, that was one thing I spent a bit of time down in Melbourne and that was one thing uh, it's, it seems more established, you know, the big artists or whatever of Melbourne's like the scene to go to where Monday nights there's something, Tuesday nights, yeah, like there's yeah. always something and having it at like the way you've set it up is really exciting because, yeah. hey, it's Wednesday night, I, I, I want to do something, you know, yeah. you jump on and just have a look and th- there's something to go and see. And, yeah, for sure. And that's, that's cool to also encourage people a- as well to, to be like, oh, Wednesday nights or Thursday nights don't just have to be nothing. You know, yeah. you can put it on. People will come and, and make it a party. Yeah, yeah. And I always have fun going to events like that. Imagine, imagine oh, yeah. t- Tuesdays. All right, every Tuesday <laughs> I'm going to something. Like, yeah. That's just cool. Yeah, Better than Tuesday night, Palmy night. <laughs> well, I don't know. Speak Palmy. for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, I mean, like, Tuesday night, karaoke night with oh, Keish Lorraine. Yeah, know, you know yeah. what I mean? We, um, it's added. We, uh, we struck a partnership with Netherworld and the bar down the road and they made Quiche Lorraine cocktails for us to serve. How did that go? Uh, the Quiche Lorraine cocktail. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't taste like quiche, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome. Well, then I don't want one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, super good, super fun. Like uh, we, we do that for all our regular artists. So we'd, we've got this crack-up event, which is uh, 
which is like stand up comedy every two weeks. And then we're, we're playing around with the idea of doing that crack and spiced rum for the drink as well. Mm. So, so Netherworld's great with like, they love that art scene. So they were supportive straight from the get go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it's a really cool venue. They just just around the corner from you guys. Yeah, aren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really exciting. You just had the movie film night. Is that, yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. Do you have a name for it? Or uh, I think we we loosely said Monday movies. Monday uh, movies. We like our alliteration, um, but it was pretty good. That was all the uh, graduates from Griffith in two thousand and seventeen, eighteen. Oh, I was gonna say like, who is that local or is that? Interstate, how yeah. does that work? Yeah, so we, we uh, a company called, well, I want to, it's Alder Grove Studios. Uh, they hit us up. They had that big projection screen. They did all the all the music behind it, the the, the mics and, and what are you, what are the speakers, that's the word I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing these hand gestures, help me out. Magic fingers. Um, yeah, speakers. Um, yeah, they're great. They got all the equipment and they, they ran it for us because they came to an art gallery night for one of their friends and they're like, oh, man, this space could be used as a movie theatre as well because you got that bus seat kind of look, mm. which is kind of like that that kind of grungy movie theatre. <laughs> Don't know if I'd want to sit on a bus and watch a movie. but uh. Well, it seems to be working. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have your collaborations been a lot of that people have just come into the space and they've just approached you? Has it all been that kind of organic yeah, approach or has yeah. it been you're outsourcing and looking? So we, we started in early October and let's just say October, November, a little bit of December was us going, hey, let's find everyone we know, ask them to ask their friends of their artists of their known, bring them in. But when those, those events rolled out, people came and then they started going, hey, I, I do this, this and this, can I jump on? And then it was just always yes. And then from that, we've just got constant stuff. From people just messaging or being there and going, hey, can I do this? And we're like, yeah, cool. As long as it's an art form, it's in. So we did the Australian version of WWE and we had that out in the backyard. <laughs> yes, please explain <laughs> Which more. Which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it's like my two, my two favourite things, which is sport and art. And it was, they were super lovely. They're, 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 they're talking gym. They're like, yeah, yeah, going to hit some reps while they're putting their makeup on. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, this is my two favourites. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they jumped off, off roofs onto the, onto the big square, what do you call it? Ring. And it was a great night. Yeah. Was that just a a main event WWE? Uh, yeah. So they're called AWA and they sometimes do performances. Where do they do it at? The Tivoli, uh, the zoo, I think has held them before as well. Um, yeah, they, they literally pop up a ring like three hours before doors open. They do a little practice, a little bit of warm ups. Then they fight for like three hours. <laughs> it was, it was Jared, great. I, I, I want to do that. That yeah, must yeah. be a good night just getting on the beers, yeah, watching guys getting yeah. thrown around. They taught me how to do it after. <laughs> when <laughs> I say they taught me, they dropped me. Like <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a cool cameo. Though, yeah. Like, yeah, to jump in in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, practice makes perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually really hurts. Well, I should have <laughs> known. You're not doing it right, I thought it was right? like a trampoline. It's not. <laughs> no? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, it thought... hurt. Like, well, it hurt me anyway. <laughs> I thought, you know, how like they do gymnastics and it's like that springboard effect. Yeah. It doesn't look like it hurts them as much. No, it doesn't hurt them. It, it, it hurt them. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. They threw you on the floor. Yeah. They were still standing. <laughs> um, so, like, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Um, and bringing, 
backdock asks to fruition, I guess there's a lot of trials and tribulations to it. So what has been something that, you know, has been a challenge for you? Yeah, some learning. Mm. Uh, like heaps, like almost <laughs> every week is, 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 a, is a learning curve. Um, I think, as I said from that start bit where I wanted to go super bang, super loud, we're here. Um, I think a learning curve was uh, structuring that chaos was actually a really good approach rather than being straight up too chaotic because quickly the neighbours told me that you're not allowed to be that chaotic and they're right Like when, when, you, when, you, when you go through everything. Um, so I, I always like mixing, and I've said this uh, before to yourselves, um, like I'm a little bit of that stiff kind of, I always look at the structural business behind art as well, because I, to me, I want to see it happening every minute of every day. And to do that is to make that financially viable for yourselves to keep going and keep doing that. Um, so learning to harness the chaos into a structural, financial, achievable goals day by day, I guess is something I learned going through. Um, and heaps of other stuff. Yeah. What drinks people like. They don't like the cheap beer. So I got the fun beer. Like, <laughs> that's fun. Like, that's the thing I didn't know. We're currently building a, a, a coffee shop out the front, Ultraviolet, two weeks' time. Come get a coffee. Mm. Um, yeah, just uh, little improvements to the venue to make it feel throughout your experience, like building that experience that, that uh, you feel safe, that, that nice professional flow experience while seeing some like risky art is, is, is the learning curve that I want to keep pushing. Mm -hmm. mm. How did the, how did this whole coronavirus kind of affect you? Cause it feels like there's lots of people that were kind of on the way, like getting things going and it's just been like a complete flattener, just getting everyone yeah, back sure. at home. No one out doing the, the, the arts. And I think that's one of the major areas that has suffered, you know, no live performances, no, yeah. no mixing. And even at the moment, you're still at half capacity, you're saying. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, wh what, have, what were your plans? Like, how were you feeling so, at the start? Yeah, so so as soon as that hit, like that first two weeks to a month was just, just like everyone else was super insane. Like mm -hmm. that was, for us, it was refund city, like because artists can't, use the space no one's rocking up and like so you, you need to 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 sort that that end out and then you're like oh crap all right what, what, what do we do now do we do we do we try to tap into that digital world do we try to do this that and the other um but i'm a massive advocate for that experience of live events and i love the digital way and let's look for the future of smashing that end but i love the live uh, feeling the experience you get from that so i, I held off straight away and I just did, um, what is it, like refurbs. We just really yeah. went real hard into, well, if, we, if we're going to die out, let's spend all our money and like, <laughs> let's, see, let's see what we can make the venue look like before we, we, we flatten out. And we didn't flatten out and, the, and now yeah. it looks nice. And, um, but, yeah, this, this kind of, you know, touch wood and we, we don't know, the tail end, yeah, let, let's say this this point where we're at at the moment, yeah, you got the half capacity, you've got the no standing while drinking. So it's all curating the experience, but in under these new rules, I guess. Yeah. Well, I suppose to the, like the benefit I saw you, you put up oh, events, it might've been a comedy event. And then like a few 
felt like a few moments later sold out like as yeah. soon as it was open everyone was so desperate to yeah. get back out there and which was involved. which was massive because you didn't know how the audience like i was gonna go 50 50 like i didn't know if uh general public and myself included i didn't know if people were gonna go i'm itching to see it like i want to i want to yeah. be out and seeing things or they're like oh i gotta i gotta I don't want to go out like this. This is still quite a a, a scary time and, and place. So I think I love the fact that the general public has been so supportive of this scene, and I love the fact that they're 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 keen to get art and, and see it see it right now. Yeah. yeah. So definitely fortunate. Almost every event that's gone through has sold out. Um, you know that that's also half capacity um so that's that, that is nice to keep that rolling and have have sold out events yeah um another question that i had in my mind was just i know your event tonight and i know this will be a bit delayed so the event last <laughs> week <laughs> go, go, go see um, last week's event yeah. please go um that was a like pay as much as you can or yeah. want to, or that's a real cool concept yeah like, i like that concept i, I really too. like it like you know, obviously everyone's in different situations and if someone wants to just go out and see something, yeah, you don't have that obligation of yeah. being like, oh, I've got to pay at the door. Or if you do, you pay and support as for you sure. can. So, And I, I can't take credit for that initiative. That was uh, a guy called Matt Young. He, mm-hmm. he runs the Story Chunder and he, he, he loved that idea um, of pay what you can and, it, and, and, and all that money goes to the storytellers that he brings on. Um, and the people know that, so they 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 know exactly where their money's going. So they're like, all right, five dollars, that's exactly for someone, or twenty dollars, I can afford that this uh-huh. week. That's exactly that's for the the artists that I'm about to see. Yeah, I love that concept. Yeah, it's too. really cool. It's very. I remember when we were chatting, we got together, and you said you were starting up this initiative where you were going to young school children and you were putting together like a performing arts. Yeah, yeah. Is that still a thing that you have in the back of your mind or yeah, well, is that? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, that's a, a company I started in 2014 and have just handed it over this year mm. uh, called School to Stage. So you, we went into schools in uh, low social economic areas and put on shows based on relevance in their area, so like topics that they're interested in. And then we took that and then put it on in really big venues in Brisbane. So uh, we put it at the Brisbane Powerhouse. We put it on at QPAC and just tried to to flood it and get it shown by as many people as possible. So, yeah, that went that went quite well and got it to the place where I am with Backdock now. Yeah, I think that's a really cool initiative, um, especially like how do you see performing arts being a beneficial tool for young children? Um, yeah, there's a lot of creative kids, I don't know, like TikTok so many creative yeah. kids these days with their performative things. Like, how do you see performing arts being a beneficial for people such a, at such a young age? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's so hard to answer. Like, cause I just know for me at a young age, it helped me out so much. So I, I think I, I, I work blindly in knowing that art when I was at that age, 13 to 17, um, really put me on a, on a, on a fulfilling track in life so it's just straight away that's what I wanted to do with my time uh and yeah uh, I think there's heaps of benefits uh you know there's confidence there's there's that um not feeling alone because you've got everyone else in the room with you doing wacky things or you know experimental things together you you fail you learn you succeed 
uh, yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah. I think that is important for the many standards that these young kids see on social media as well. Mm. I think it plays a big role. For the young kids, I know my partner works at a, a school for performing arts and, and just the amount of raw talent, like just kids that when I was that age, you know, we had maths and geography and accounting yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was it. If you didn't like it, sorry, that was, that's what you got. And these kids have these opportunities and the encouragement and support of obviously their parents, but teachers and Peers. and it just, yeah, it builds them up rather than being like, uh, as well for me, when I was younger as a boy, I sang in the choir Yeah, and it was always a stigma of like, boys don't sing in the choir, they play rugby. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, whereas these kids are, they're like, yeah, go get it. You want to be a, a performer? You want to be a singer? You want to be an artist? Yeah, you know, for do sure. Do it and see what you can make of it. And how Which, cool is that? That's like, so that, amazing. That's, how that's the norm. Like that's, that's super cool. I, I look forward to the day where, because I think almost every artist got it for around our age group was like, you know, are you sure? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, are you sure you, like this for me, I got, are you sure you don't want to be a teacher? Are you sure you, you don't want to be a trades, a tradesman? Like, like I can't wait for the day. It's like, all right, you know, like the artist is the, you know, that's the safe play, be an artist. Like that, that's guaranteed. Like that's, that's sweet and that's close. I mean, that would be rather jovial yeah, yeah. to think about. Um, and I like the idea how you're saying it was relevant to what they were going through or what they know. Cause like, yeah. you know, you go to a lot of those things and people put on something and they have no interest or the kids have no idea mm, what you're talking yeah, about. So it's yeah. nice that you were trying to, illuminate that idea of relevance yeah for really sure enjoyed that and i did want to ask like you did touch on it that you got into performing arts at like a 13 what was that in drama school or something yeah like that? In, in high school in yeah high school yeah i think i think it was very accident i was definitely like i, I was like pretty standard but um you know, uh, I, I did, I did take drama as, as a bludge in grade 10. Like I, I knew <laughs> that was not going to hurt my brain going through what you were saying, the mass yeah. and like, that's not my strong suit, science, English, not my strong suit. Um, so I'm like, oh yeah, drama. I can, I can like, I, yeah, again, I like sport. Like I, I get to move, I get to, everything's a bit more like me in that, in that half an hour or an hour. So yeah, took her as a bludge, uh, kind of f- fell, like I, I didn't fall in love with it, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, took a couple of years off, a uh, couple of gap years at, uh, out of high school and then went, you know, that, that's, that's where I felt the best and then, and then did uni and followed it from there. Nice. And it's just been an organic thing for you to end up with Backdock Arts and the performing arts gig you had before. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think that, yeah. Yeah, definitely organic. I think the main drive was always to uh, like push forward the art form, not really where I go, because I didn't really, I didn't really care where I went with it, which is you know pretty lucky in in a way. Like you know, there's a lot of people who put a lot of pressure on themselves to go like I need to get here by here and here by this date, and I was fortunate enough not to care. But my main goal was to get the art form higher levels up the up the ladder yeah I definitely feel that um you know the word the Japanese word ikigai you're like oh, finding oh, your here we go no no here but it's go. like in the translation okay sorry carry on carry on kiss or <laughs> <laughs> sorry mum um no but you know it's like I always think about people always trying to find their purpose yeah 
And I feel like we're always going through that motion of like, oh, we started for this plan, you bludging whatever for drama and you kind of get into it. Yeah. So what's your purpose after that? Elevating. Yeah, yeah. Is your space, is that kind of what you feel? Do you even think about what your purpose is at all? Yeah, uh, I think so. I think so, definitely. I think uh, subconsciously I always think of what my purpose is. Like I remember going like when it was really tough, you, you know, bef- before you got to a point where you like got to run a venue and you you, en- you enjoy your work every day, you, you got to do that grind. And I remember going, man, if, if this was for myself, like I, I wouldn't be able to get out of bed this early every morning and, you know, grind for nothing until, you know, I think every artist, even if they are a solo artist, they do it for a, 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 a bigger message, a bigger purpose. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, I, I don't know if I went on a tangent. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's however you see a fit. Yeah. Um. So to collate everything we've learnt tonight, <laughs> where do you? What's the next? What's coming up for Backdock Arts? Uh, yeah. Just I think it's it's kind of everything that's happening now. Uh, keep that going because I'm loving what's going on at the moment. I, I do like that chaos. Um. I think we're we're just lining up more like just so to get the general public in. Like I always push for, I think the arts is, you know, we're really welcomed by three, like let's say 3%. Everyone knows each other in the Brisbane arts community by that 3%. And I'm always trying to open up the door to another percent and another 5%, another 10%. And we start making that community bigger and bigger. Uh, so I think what I'm going to trial is Mondays, you know, it's going to be movie Mondays, or, you know, it's going to be comedy Tuesdays, you know, it's going to be theater or, you know, it's going to be bands. Like I I think it's kind of giving the general public more of a a knowledge of what's happening so they can go, Hey, friend from work, let's, let's go down. You're saying on a Tuesday, let's let's see something. Mm -hmm. Eat your heart out powerhouse museum. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love the Powerhouse Museum. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of uh, upcoming mm. upcoming events, what what do you have in the next few weeks that you would like to? Yeah, so know, when, does this, when does this get loved? Next week. Yeah, it will be. Next week. So yeah. you just missed out on uh, the Seeing Eye, Go- uh, Eye Dog um, charity event, which is oh, super cool, dude. which is the comedy event this Saturday where you get to bring your own dog, sit down and watch some comedy together. So it, is that going to be a reoccurring thing or is, it, is this just I a testing? I think it's a one-off. No, oh. someone hired the space oh, and okay, said, I cool. want to do this. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, cool. Let's see how that goes. Um, so oh, the week after, oh, yeah, we've got um, uh, lunchtime doing their, their single release uh, in two Saturdays' time, so the 29th of August. Uh, but they're doing an acoustic set. So we were getting a lot of uh, grunge bands, Brisbane bands, to do acoustic sets on the inside of, mm-hmm. of Backdock and putting about a three or four band lineup every couple of Saturdays. Dope. Yeah, so are come you, along to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm keen. Are you going to do a little launch for your coffee shop? What's, yes, what's the plan? Yeah, a little thanks, party man. or something? Thank you, yeah. Uh, 1st of September, we're, we're, we're building a coffee shop called Ultraviolet. Um, it's just going to be in the front of 103 Brunswick Street, which is Backdock. 
yeah, come along. $3 coffee to 1st of September. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, keen. I get so. an almond latte with two sugars. That's that's my coffee of choice. An you're almond not, latte? The, the milk? No, or, no. Okay. I used to be. I used to be. Um, but then I switched to almond milk and I, I adapted and it was, it was all right. I like it. How do you feel about oat milk? I've never had it. Oh, I'm I've a- had macadamia. <laughs> you, you like you like oat I'm milk. I'm an avid oat milk lover. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. It's less nuttier than the almond. Yeah, right. Eh? <laughs> wow, that. connoisseur. <laughs> I mean, Joseph. Only Odd got me onto it. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> but where can we reach you? What's your socials? Uh, uh, Instagram backdocarts, Facebook backdocarts. Instagram, Ultraviolet. Oh, yeah. Facebook, Ultraviolet. Yeah, that's the socials. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for having a chat with us this evening. We really appreciate it. Yeah, it's cool. Thanks Super so much fun. for coming in. Yeah, yeah thank a you. Little, a little mm. bit of a chat and then, yeah, we'll, we'll let you know when it's going to come out and we'll be posting about the events and we'll be posting about your coffee shop and yeah we'll but most of all we'll be coming down for monday movie nights yeah oh that's just me sorry yeah cool and we'll be in touch just keep keep going yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) thank you yeah this is really cool peace woody muller it's jamil just before we end off this episode, I wanted to let you all know, if you head to our Instagram at Neon Hotline Briz, you can catch our live in the studio sesh with Victor Bravo Band. You know you want to hear that cheeky banter again. So what are you waiting for? Go listen to some more music and some more interview. I'm Alex from Backdock Arts and you're listening to Neon Hotline Brisbane. <laughs>